1: Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
2: Thanks and happy new year and welcome to the Love Never Fails radio show. We are uh, in the studio today with a woman who is near and dear to my heart, my sister. Uh, She's just um, the the story. Actually, we should probably tell the story because it's always funny to think about (laughs) that. I could have missed you. I could have missed you and I'm so glad that the Lord would not let us miss each other. Remember when we first met that yeah. first time mm-hmm. and it's been a love affair because of course she fed me fried chicken. <laughs> I just want to make sure that's clear uh, <laughs> from, from that fried chicken formed a lasting, a lifelong friendship. So uh, Kim green is a Bay area native whose desire it is to be like Christ and has been just growing since she accepted him into her heart as a young girl. She's matured in her faith, and she provides a sounding board to those around her who ask how Christ would respond. She is currently a member of MBCC in Redwood City. Whoop whoop! And she has been involved in a variety of teaching ministries, planned and organized annual women's events, and held a variety of roles with BSF. She supports, uplifts, and encourages women to seek God. And uncover the plan that he has for their lives. And one of the things, some of her life largest lessons, she draws from the result of damaged relationships with those that are closest to her. And through the process of forgiveness, Kimberly has learned that the difference between tolerating those who betray you and loving them as Christ loves us is, 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 is an amazing process. And we're going to talk about that today. And, and she goes on to say, by sharing what she has learned, Kimberly hopes to inspire others to survive, grow and overcome these trying times. What a beautiful bio. What a beautiful woman. Thank you for being on the show. Oh,
3: Thank you, Vanessa.
2: (laughs) So, um, uh, one of the things that we're going to be talking about in the way that this, um this show came to be and i thought it was i thought it was appropriate for starting the new year out um we the our name is love never fails and uh i tell you the enemy has made sure that we live up to our name because a lot has been thrown at us and we've had to choose love in so many instances where someone else might not do so. You know, when you're in your flesh, you yes. don't you know, you don't want to you do not want to choose love. When you see and I'll just I'll just throw out some some examples of things that I see, when you see mothers that sell their children for sex. When you see uh, uh husbands that sell their wives, that sell their children. When you see people hurting each other. When you see people that are very rich taking advantage of people that have no money. All of these things are very offensive. They're hurtful. They're painful. Um, And I could go on and on about, you know, being the victim and and the abuser, right? And that dynamic. And so we deal with that all the time. And I've had to find ways to love the person who's abusing. I've had to find ways to forgive people because it's a father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And as I was sharing it with you, uh, I don't know what, I think, we, oh, I had been reading The Bait of Satan, that book by John Bevere, and it was really challenging me to let go of some things and to ask myself, you know, am I walking in a fence with anyone in my life and what does that look like and how do I not how do I not live a life of being a doormat and at the same time show the love of Christ that I've been called to? And so we began to discuss how do you love Judas? (laughs) How do you love Judas? Right. Yes. And, and, and how was it that Jesus sat and broke bread and kept community you know, with Judas and, and what is your, you know, Kim, I want to open it up some, you know, there's, there's phrases in the world that says, keep your, your friends close and your enemies closer. Hmm. And so was that what Judas, was that what Jesus was doing with Judas or was he truly hoping for him until Satan entered him? What, 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 what was the process that he was demonstrating for us? In his love for this man who would ultimately betray him and who would lead up to his his death in the life, the fleshly life, right? Yes. The life as a man, but his everlasting life hmm. as our father.
3: Yeah. I think mm. that's interesting. Um Ever since we talk, I've been talking about it forever, talking to so many people. But what you're saying, I think when you first started, you were saying how love is a choice. Mm. And so we choose to love because we've had people betray us that or hurt us that we continue to have relationships with and we love.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
3: there's other people that we dismiss. Mm-hmm. But God didn't even dismiss him. Right. And so... Because he was human and because he was God, we get to experience both of them. Mm. He got to feel what it was feel like to be betrayed. And he showed us in his humanness and in his Godness what it looks like to love. Mm. So he's doing two things parallel at the same time. Like, okay, I'm God, but I'm human. So I'm so glad that he gave us this example. And so I found it very interesting when you talk to people, we have so many different takes on this. And so it's because we're not following the model on what I've heard and concluded that some people in this passage with him washing his feet have said, well, that was Jesus. And so there's some parts where we identify with God, we're in his humanness and the parts that we don't mm-hmm. because we're not ready to surrender to that kind of love. Yeah. And he says, even the world loves people that love them. Right. But I'm challenging you, mm. you know, that the love of God is so astonishing if we would do it in that way. And so One of the things that I've learned since we've been talking about this is that if we just focus on the offense and the betrayal and our hurt and our pain... And never get back to the fact that I get to be like Christ and skin in this situation, too. It's not just about me and the relationship. It's about this is an amazing opportunity for me to go deeper in my love, forgiveness, and be like Christ. And be like Christ. Yeah. So it's not—I think we get caught up in just what happened to us and all of that. And initially, I understand that. But just like we submit to any other authority of Scripture, we have to submit to it when it comes to our enemies.
2: Yes, and let's talk about that. You know, I want to. I actually want to take some time to define words like this. You mm-hmm. know, you know, we say, uh, uh you know, the, the the word of God tells you to love your enemies, mm-hmm. right? And the word, let, let's see here. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's Matthew five forty four. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know. He's telling us to love our enemies. Ooh, what kind of love is that?
3: He said the same way that I have loved you.
2: Mm. Ooh, because
3: at one time we were, we're all Christ's enemies. Of, oh.
2: We were all enemies. We were enemies. And how God. did He love us? With an uh, with the ever uh, uh, an unfailing love, He chased after us. He kept pursuing us while oh. we were
3: yet in our sins. Yeah, not when we got better not when we fixed our slate while we were yet in our
2: sins mm-hmm. i loved you right ooh man the the word uh that he uses there in Matthew 44 he says it's uh, it's love it's uh, agape love
3: mm.
2: agape love to love wish well to to take pleasure in to long for to denote the love of reason to esteem yes this is, so it's not just a, a tolerating love. Like you said in your, uh, in your bio, Yes, it's not. And I, I gotta be honest with you, Kim, I, I can do a tolerating love. Me I've too. learned how to do that. I learned how to be around people that get on my last nerve and be like, you know what though, this person is a child of God. Yes. You know, I, I, leave them alone. Just leave them be, you mm-hmm. know, but am, am I really willing to esteem them? Wow. Am I really willing to like take time to speak into their life, and you know, and to wish them well, to bless them, yes. to bless them, yes. even though they're cursing me? Mm-hmm. Uh. So we're gonna take a break. Okay. We're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about some people in the Bible, um, specifically some of the, the stories we talked about, is David and Saul, Tamar, you know, uh, and 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 what happened with her brothers. Um, some of these stories, where there's just these horrific things mm-hmm. that have occurred, and and God put it on the heart of a person to move forward anyway. So we're going to come right back and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit Us dot com. That's Us dot com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
0: Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst.
2: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Kimberly Green. Again, Kimberly is a beautiful sister that I've had the opportunity to work with around Love Never Fails over the last, it must have been about five years now, huh? And she is a member of MBCC in Redwood City. She's been involved in teaching ministries, mentoring ministries, women's events, and held a variety of roles at BSF. Just really a blessing to so many. Everybody I know who knows Kim is so very blessed by her. So kind of talking about this topic of how, you know, loving Judas, loving Judas. What does that look like? How did Jesus do it And does that mean anything at all to us as women in this day and age? Or is that just old school? Or is that just because he was God? The only way he dealt with that was because he was God. You know, some people say that, well, that was Jesus. (laughs) They try to sweep that one under the rug. Like you you can't possibly want me to love somebody who's getting ready to send me to the cross. Right. But here's a controversial idea, Kim. I want to get your thoughts on this. So. What if Judas had not betrayed Jesus? Hmm. The outcome that was predestined by God would never have come to pass. Yes. So Judas was part of a process. Yes. That was necessary. Mm Mm-hmm. It's part of the plan. To get Jesus where he needed to go. And it's part of the plan for us. And now it's It's back to us. It's part
3: of the plan for us. Yeah. To develop us. It wasn't just part of his plan. It's part of his plan for
2: us. Yeah. Yeah, our enemies are, God's going to use it. He's going to use it. <laughs> Genesis fifty twenty. what the enemy meant for bad, God uses for good, right? Yes,
3: it challenges our love, if it's genuine, if it's sincere. Like we all love people until they do something and we realize that it's not unconditional and that we can only do this with God. Right. These are the new commands I give you to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love each other.
2: Yes. We went
3: from 10 commands to two. Yeah, and this will cover everything. Love yes. covers everything. Yeah. So one thing that I realized is that Lord was telling me one time when we get to these places where we can't get over these offensives, the reason it hurts so bad is because we're literally saying that I don't have enough love to cover this. Mm. You might as well say that to say, this is a place where my love cannot cover. But he said that love is to cover a multitude of sins and faults. And so what we're basically saying is that I don't have enough love to cover this offense. Right. This is where it ends. Yes.
2: Ooh, I don't have enough love. Yeah. And you know what? Are there those places where we get, where we don't? And it's true. We can only do it with God. Only with God. This is only possible with God. This is a supernatural thing. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. Yeah. You know, when I've, there's certain categories that are like no go for me. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And when I had to look at them recently, I had to look at a few of them and they were rooted in trauma that I had from my childhood or from my teenage years. Like, for example, so somebody was saying, talking about how this husband had gone out on his wife and went with the best friend. I said they would both be in the grave. Right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But, and I had to think about that, but wait a minute. That's a Judas move on both of their parts. Why would they both be in the grave, Vanessa? Like, could you not find, I'm not saying you would stay with, right. with the husband. I'm not saying you would you don't become best together, friends right? with, you know, continue to be best friends, but could you not pray for those two yeah. people? Because You got to get
3: back to the love thing.
2: Yeah. Because why did they do that? There's something going on with them that they did something like that. To me, the reason why it would be so hard on me is because I've been cheated on as a teenager and a young adult. And it was crushing to me to feel that pain. And so I just was like, you know, if somebody would inflict that on me again, I would just see red and not even know what I was doing. But that is a revelation for me because that's an area where God's love can't get in. Mm. Huh? Where we find that yeah. we can't love Judas yeah. is where you've not let God's love in. It's a good
3: point. But when you think about it in the Old Testament, he refers to adulterers not just as those that have Went outside of marriage, but all of us that have idols outside of our relationship with God. With God. Mm. So he doesn't just look at it with the marriage infidelity or things like that. He's saying, where's your idol? Right. Maybe it wasn't a man or a woman, but where's your idol? What are you putting before me? What are you putting? You know what I mean? Your idol may be that of unforgiveness, that you can't forgive a person like that. that right. You hold it in your pride and the things that you said you never put up with. So God's saying, hey, all you guys been adulterers because mm. you've all had idols. Yeah. And I still forgive you. Yeah. Right. Because we're always trying to compare like what's bigger or worse, this and that. And God's saying, Hey, this is how I look at it.
2: Yeah. So what about this situation with David? I want to talk about even David has, you know, people always like to fluff up David and talk about how he let Saul just dog him out and he just honored him to the end. But it, you remember in the word, When David and his men approached Nabal, AKA fool, that's what his name means. Fool. They approached him and he asked for something to eat for his men. And he had been watching over his shepherds. And then Nabal said, no, David wasn't going to play. He said, I'm going to kill this whole kingdom. And Abigail (laughs) had to come out and say, please here's some food and put a stop to that. Remember that? So that's the same guy that honored Saul. And Saul was trying to kill him for years. Right. And you made a point. You made a point about it last night. Remember? You said that it was because he loves Saul. He didn't know Nabal from nobody. He just was watching his field and Nabal was acting up.
3: So you can treat people some kind of way when you don't love them. Mm -hmm. Because we have people that won't forgive people. But if it's your family member or your kids, like we're forgiving all the time. Right. But if we're disconnected... Then we can do that. So it's just what you said in the beginning. Love is a choice. Because yes. if you're in a, any lasting relationship with someone, you're forgiving. Right. Because I think that we're always trying to figure out what it looks like with our Judas, because we're trying to skip over forgiveness. Yes. You'll always be trying, what does this look like? When I, How do I treat with this person? You have to deal with forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's your first thing. You have to forgive. And is it because, what do you think the reason is that we struggle so much with forgiveness? I know for me, when I start letting forgiveness in, I let my guard down. Yeah. And they could hurt you again. You're worried about trust because
3: you're worried about trust. You're like, I can't let go. If I let go, then I'll let them in and they can damage me again. But forgiveness and trust are two different things. Right. God doesn't trust us. Right. He just trusts what he's doing in us. That he that began a good work, and he will be faithful to complete it. Right. So he trusts himself. It's not like he looked at me and said, "I trust him."
2: No, he don't trust me. Right. He trusts what he's doing in me. Right. And he gives you only so much that he trusts you over. And then who much is given much is required. And then you execute on that. And then he gives you a little bit more. Yes. A little more territory. Yes. But the way he wa- works with you is an outline on how you can work with other people. Yes. Right?
3: I keep on loving
2: you. Yeah. You mess up all the
3: time. Yeah. And I can see, we're talking about sometime one time betrayals. We do this stuff all the time when it comes to scripture, how God wants us to live and Oh, and we're at church on Sunday. Lord, I'll do it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But then we mess up all the time because we're in our flesh and other people are too. So we have to allow them that same Grace. Um, liberty. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do.
2: Yeah. And you can't, you know, like I, how I just said, the Lord gives you a little bit more when you do what he asks with what he gets. But see, the way man does it is we say, now you you ain't messed up this week. So now I'm going to give you a little bit more. That's not how God does right. it. Right? He does it in such a loving way that you don't even know sometimes that you moved into this new territory. You just slid in and you got more favor and you got more, you got blessed and you don't even know. You're like, Oh wow. grace, Uh, Woo. grace, Grace. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Um, I actually want to deal with a a scripture. um, Psalm. uh, Psalm three, seven. It says arise Lord. Deliver me, my God. It says, strike all the enemies on the jaw and break the teeth of the wicked. Look, some people got the right ideas. (laughs) I used to go to this scripture all the time. Break their teeth, Lord. But anyway, we're going to come back and say, why do we have this? What does this mean? Right. Mm -hmm. And how does it correlate back to this whole notion of forgiveness? So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors.
4: This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success.
2: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are having a just a good old conversation about loving Judas. And Kim was talking about something during the break. I had to put it like a timeout <laughs> on her because it was getting good. So let's just come back to this, right? So we, I just gave you the scripture in Psalms. And this is, you know, a Psalm of David. Again, we're going back to, it says, When he fled from his son Absalom, it's Psalm 3 as when he fed of his of his son of absalom remember just so everybody knows the story david sinned had a baby with bathsheba the baby passed but when that happened a lot of sexual sin entered into his life and his daughter tamar was raped by his son and absalom is who raped tamar his other son and now i'm forgetting his other son's name Ammon. Yes, Amnon. He I'm sorry, it's the reverse. Amnon, Amnon raped rape. Tamar. Yes. Absalom was not happy about it and killed Amnon and then was trying to take over the kingdom of, you know, David's kingdom and it was just a lot of drama in their family. So this is the setting, right? And here you have in Psalm 3 um uh as I mentioned about the breaking of the teeth, right? And uh, Psalm three seven, break the teeth, um, strike the enemy, the enemies on the jaw. And so he's in this place where he is upset. David is, and we're talking about the same guy here that didn't want to harm Saul, that let him throw knives at him and and or spears and all kinds of stuff, right? So, but you made this mention about this grace that we. You know, that we can justify and rationalize everything on why we want to harm somebody until we're sitting in their seat. Until we're sitting Sitting in 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 their their seat. seat.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And so it works. Because at one time or another, we're all interchangeably sitting in these different seats Mm -hmm. where we need to give mercy and where we need mercy. Right. Where we need to give grace and where we need grace. Yeah. And so we have to consider that, right? Yeah. Yeah when we're dealing with other people that have offended us.
2: Yeah. Whoa. And we have to
3: consider that when we're making up the rules and our challenges, how we're going to deal with our, the ones that have betrayed us. And so what I do to myself now, not perfectly, like it's like, it's, I ask myself these questions and the way that I'm going to set it up, what I want God to say that to me. So we say things like I'll forgive them, but I'm going to treat them with a long handle spoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if, how would I like it if God tells me, Kim, I forgive you, but I'm going to treat you with a long-handled spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgive you, but we can never have relationship. Mm-hmm. What if God says, I forgive you, Kim, but we could never have relationship? Wow. That would break my heart. I couldn't imagine God saying that to me.
2: Yeah,
3: And then I will always be challenged with, did he really forgive me then? Mm-hmm. Or if God says, I love you, but it'll never be the same.
2: Mm.
3: How could you imagine God saying, I love you, Vanessa, but it'll never be the same. Right. So we have to ask ourselves these questions and it doesn't model what Christ has done for us. And so we have to run everything through the cross.
2: Amen. Everything. Everything through the cross. And and wouldn't you say that oftentimes this process takes time? Yes. There's a process. Processes take time. It, it's not like, you know, it's it's totally to me, it's fake to say on this day, you just, you just got better. You right. just, you know, you, you know, oh I, I don't care. Like I know a lot of people, especially, sorry, a lot of the men in my life, they'd be like, I ain't tripping on that. I don't care. But I know that they do. When I've heard different people say that, you know, I, I know that. Uh, I had, there was a man that was given a, asking for prayer the other day. Well, this happened and that happened, but I don't care about that. But I know they do. Yeah. And it's because they haven't let it get into their heart um, or because it's a process. They have to process what has been done and how they're going to move through it. So their knee jerk reaction is I'm not tripping, but really, you know, they just need time. We're human.
3: And sometimes you've allowed like these kind of circumstances to make you hard. And so you're not better until you can love again.
2: Mm. Yeah.
3: And so sometimes you really don't care Mm. and you've allowed those things to harden you, but God wants us to give back to love. Mm. That's our mantra. That's our brand. That's our, if you can't give back to that, then, uh, you know.
2: It's okay. He'll cut us in. You got it? So you can say that's our our brand. Yes. That's fine. Um, So I can see why the enemy would really attack
3: us in these areas because it's our brand. Yeah. He said they're going to know you Christians by the love that you have for one another. And this is in the house. This is even outside, yet among each other, among all the differences, among all the trauma that some of us come through. And so I can see why he wants to cut at the core of that, the fabric of that, because that is what we are. We are love. God is love and we're to be love. And so this has been an attack that the enemy has had from the beginning of time.
2: Yeah. To yeah. keep us
3: divided. You know,
2: it's so funny because I, you know, I started off with saying uh, the name of our organization is love never fails. And just kind of people might be thinking, well, what does this have to do with human trafficking? Well, it has a lot to do with human trafficking and, and just the the walk that you know the the love walk that we're on, on because um you can't walk in bitterness and in anger and in revenge and do this kind of work yes you cannot because you're always met with people that are broken and even as you're listening you know the listening audience is thinking about you know maybe some attitudes that might come up towards people um about justifying why they're in the predicament they're in well if they hadn't done this and they hadn't done that then they wouldn't have been in that situation judging judging and all of that makes it so much easier like oh you know my my daughter this is so good my daughter said mommy why is there some article or a, a show was playing on the um tv said mommy why um are there is there so much brutality against black boys like police killing black boys why is that happening and i started to talk talk to her about slavery and about you know the way that slavery has done a number and poverty has done a number on african american communities and also this propaganda that has been spread about um the um You know, maybe back in the day, if you look at the new periodicals and everything, blacks were categorized and scientifically proven to be a second class citizen, not even a person. And so if that's indoctrinated into your thinking, it's so much easier to devalue a person. And so it's so much easier to not want to forgive them Mm -hmm. because they're not even a human you're not, you don't, it's easy to not love somebody if you don't see them as a child of God. Yes. And to me, this is why this is all so very important to discuss because until we unlock the love mm. from our hearts, we will not be able to see that person that's on the side of the road that yes, they've made mistakes. Yes, they've been incarcerated. Yes, they've stolen things, but haven't we?
3: Yes. I think when you are saying this, it's just like so rich. Um, Love Never Fails has just been like a great vehicle for me and challenging for me as an individual, you know, dealing with the perpetrator. And um, I remember years after I got into it and we were doing outreach, I was praying that we would be successful in the rescues. I'm just praying for the girls. And I heard the Lord say, pray for the pimp.
2: Mm, Yeah.
3: And I opened my eyes and it was challenging. And I'm like, what? Pray for the pimp? Like, it was just so hard for me to challenge my love. And so the Lord told me, he said, Kim, I die for the whole white world.
2: Mm. Wow.
3: I love everybody. God loves the people that we hate. Mm. God loves the people that we don't. He loves everybody. Mm. And you can't fix the world fixing
2: one side. Wow. Okay, well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to stretch that out even further. We're going to talk some more about different things that are going on in our community and ways that we can be stretched to love. We'll be right back, and thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you
0: down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst.
2: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Kimberly Green, just having a great old conversation about loving Judas. Um, Pushing us, hopefully uh, really challenging you who are listening out there to think about your own um, uh, biases, Think about the categories that you have for love. Have you have you categorized your love? Mm. I save up my love for my wife, my kids, my, you know, or my husband, my, my, my immediate family, and a few people in church and everybody else. And notice you said a few people, right? <laughs> and everybody else is in the associate category where you just see them, you wish them well, And you go on about your day. But what if you find somebody, you're walking into uh, a mall and you see someone on the side there and they're begging for money and you may not want to give them money, but what do you think? What are your thoughts towards them? What's your heart saying about them? And what are you praying for them? Can you pray for them as you mentioned, huh, Kim? you may mention that a true tell tell sign is whether we're willing to pray for a person, yes, and so there's some you know there's some challenges here that we're up against, and I think about the other thing that we this story of Judas kind of challenged me on is do you think that this disciples when he said the one that I kiss? Right. Or the one that I um, hand this bread to. Right. He's he's indicating that there's a betrayer in the uh, in the room. Right. How about that? I mean, when I you thought somebody... about that and I've thought, no,
3: I don't think they knew because Peter would have killed him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. He would have cut his ear
3: off, yeah. both ears off. Huh? You know, like sometimes I think Jesus loved him so well that he didn't even pick up on it. You know, generally when we're upset with someone, they know it. Right. I mean, the whole time Jesus knew who he was in the beginning, I mean, before the world began, he already knew yeah. him. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, that is so amazing to love your enemy so well that he doesn't even have a clue that you know who he is.
2: Mm. Wow. Wow my goodness
3: you know that you don't even have a clue that because you never treated them any different than you did anyone else right
2: you know i've had an instance i've had a couple of instances actually where the love uh, the lord has told me to love somebody and uh he told me it was really freaky he said the person's going to hurt you love them anyway and He'd let me know in advance. <laughs> I, th- I think that's an honor, but it was like, I don't know if I like that one, <laughs> Lord. I, right. I want to take that honor back. I wow. don't know. But he, he did tell me that. And what I don't know what he was. So he kind of made me. I went through the fire for that person so that they would know that God loved them. Yes. It was like I was burning them and um, yeah there was a there's a there's a quote I'm trying to think of who it is but he, they say um, anything that provides light has to burn wow I can't remember the, the, the person who uh, who that came from but anything that provides light has to burn and so there are these places that the Lord takes us to where, uh, you know, he He lets us suffer.
3: Yes, it does. He allows it. Mm-hmm. It's part of the plan. Yeah. He uses it. I mean, I've been thinking about this topic for a couple of weeks since we talked about it, and I just keep hearing about how this can be an opportunity mm-hmm. and don't miss this opportunity where God wants to stretch us, yeah, and deeper in love, and I think that sometimes we focus on what has happened to us, mm-hmm. but as believers, it's actually an opportunity for all for us to see what's still in our hearts, right? Our response to it, yeah, is more important than what the person is actually doing because it's we all, you know, I love people, on this, on that, but when the reality of it is, sometimes when these things happen, we get to see a lot of ugly stuff in ourselves, right?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just. I want to read this. I think this is interesting, and I'm still. I'm not sure. I actually would love to put it out to anybody who's listening here what their perspective are. You can jump on our Facebook page and just write a little note there. But it says here, one of you will betray me. John thirteen twenty one through thirty. I'm looking at the uh, English Standard Version. It says, after saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of who he's of whom he spoke. So they were like engaging in a conversation in this. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at a table at Jesus's side. So Simon Peter motioned to act to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking like, who? Who is it? Who is it, Lord? And so that disciple leaning back against Jesus said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered it is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So he knew.
3: But they could have thought it was any one of them. He gave them, eventually gave all of them bread.
2: Yeah. You that's know what interesting. I mean?
3: Yeah, he couldn't know. He knows his heart.
2: Yeah. Because he's
3: God. I told you he keeps showing he's human, but then he keeps doing these fascinating things that said, but that's God.
2: And I covered their minds so that they, they wouldn't really even know what's going on. Then after he said, had taken the morsel. Like you said yesterday. Then Satan entered into him. Wow.
3: And so I thought that was very important because when I read that again about Satan enter into, into him, that if we just remember the spirit behind people, what they do, those are the things that we pray for instead of fighting each other. hmm We get caught up in the actions that others do. When he said the weapons of our warfare they're not carnal. Right. We gotta pray these things down and we gotta pray that spirit that's in operation with other people instead of literally fighting. People, we can't change people by fighting them.
2: No. And as we a matter gotta of fact. We got to fight for love. We got to fight for, for love. love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So <laughs> when Satan entered into him, I got to be honest. So just in my flesh, you know, if, if you know somebody is going to betray someone that you love a whole lot and you're on the sidelines and then Satan enters into him and you know that that's like the beginning of their demise, Do you take a stance like, "Mm," you know, and this is for you who are listening too. do you take a stance that, well, they got what they deserved? Or is your heart still hurting for that person? Because now Satan's going to torment him. He ended up killing himself and being thrown and splattered. I think I used to be like,
3: that's what you get. Yeah. But as I grew in the Lord. I I feel bad because like I said, I've been in both of those seats and we're always in both either one of those seats. And so I do feel bad um, when I see people like that, you know, and the Lord said that we're not to laugh at people in their calamity. No, you know? And so I have felt bad when I've seen people, but I'm not shocked. Right. But I'm not happy. No. You know, I'm not going to be phony and be like, Oh my goodness, I can't believe this. But at the same time, I could understand why maybe some of the consequences are playing themselves out, but I'm not happy about it.
2: Yeah, because the Lord is not willing that any would perish. That's right. Not willing. that. So if we truly call ourselves Christians, right, we cannot be happy that anyone would perish. Yes. We have to love with the everlasting love, like Joseph did, right? Mm. Like with
3: his brothers. No, mm. oh, y'all ain't gonna eat now,
2: right? Don't let me now. You need you, me, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're
3: gonna eat in my hand, but he didn't do his brothers like that.
2: Mm-mm. He had to go away and cry a little bit, though, on the yeah. side. He did, you know, we have, you our have moments. feelings.
3: God doesn't take away your emotions. Yeah. He said, "Don't use them to sin." Right. You could be angry. Don't sin. Don't. He doesn't. We're not like robots. Like we have feelings, but we can't be led by them.
2: Amen. Amen. We have to be led by the word of God. By the word of God. And we have to let the Lord take his time with us. Yes. Amen. Okay. We are going to uh, take a break. We're going to come back and tell you about some events that are going on in the community. So sit tight. Put your, Make sure you have your seatbelts on and we'll be right back.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors.
4: This is Dr. Meluna Fauch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding.
2: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. I am so grateful. Thank you so much for being on the show, Kim. Mm. I know I just kind of set you up on a couple things. So thank you so much for just laboring over this in prayer, being my sister in this and so many other things that we just sharpen each other in. I appreciate you so much.
4: You're welcome.
2: Yeah. So just a, a shout out today, we are out at the Fight for Love conference which is from from two thirty to five thirty this afternoon. So if you want to dash over to Market Street SDA on nine hundred thirty fourth street in Oakland, this conference is the first of many. This is our annual conference. And we are spreading awareness today is the National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. And um and so we are doing this conference to provide survivors that have experienced a healing from the Lord, the opportunity to dance, sing, pray, and speak about what God has done. Uh, Also want to invite you out on the 17th of January. We have our street outreach night of prayer for the year. Uh, We usually go out and do street outreach. This is the night that we actually stay in to pray over the year. So please join us on the 17th at 7 PM. And that will be at new hope Christian fellowship in Hayward. And that's two, two, one One Zero Montgomery Street. Uh, also, we want to invite you out. We are dancing at the Godly Girls Network event. Uh, is Warrior Women Worship? And that's on the 19th of the month at 6 p.m. And that's at 234 East Gish Road, Suite 300 in San Jose. The Love Never Fails Survivor dance team is ministering there along with Pastor Tate, Teresa Tate, and Overseer Pastor Renee Winston. And there's Winona Wright, Kathy Copeland, and Theatra Price are going to be there as well. It's going to be a great event. So please come out. Also, you want to get your tickets. Tickets are going to go up on January the 15th. I believe it is from $85 to I want to say it's going to be $110 for our gala. Saturday, February the 29th, it is a Mardi Gras gala, and it's going to be at the Black Hawk Country Club from 6 to 10. We actually have a live band this time. We're going to have a little bit of dancing. Uh, We're going to have singing from our very own Yoshika McAllister is going to sing. We're going to have some dancing. Love Never Fails Dance Team is going to be involved, and a very special keynote. I haven't confirmed her yet, but I'm close, so uh, I will announce that. Um, also on um, the 24th of January, come out to Contra Costa County's trafficking awareness event from 12 to 2 p.m. at the East Family Justice Center on Lone Tree Way, 3501 Lone Tree Way, Suite 4. Um, we are going to have survivor leaders speaking there and all of, of several agencies are going to be involved in that. Uh, Also, oh, I should mention, so I'm very honored uh, to receive this year's 2020 um, Modern Day Abolitionist of the Year Award from the San Francisco Coalition Against Human Trafficking. I will receive that at City Hall on the 13th of January. So if you want to come and join us there, uh, we would love to, um, you know, have you have you join us and uh, be a part of what God is doing. Um, in my life and in the lives of the women that I've been so um, blessed to support. Uh, also, I want to invite you out to just, uh, well, save the date. This is March 6th through the 9th, Bass Conference. I'll be speaking there about human trafficking, protecting children in our church, and also at Women of Silicon Valley in San Jose. I will be speaking there to talk about um the survivor in me in corporate america so please uh do lock in your calendars that's on may 4th through 5th and of course just uh don't forget to come on by to our uh, our love never fails community store in Hayward is at 22580 grand street we're open from 12 to 5 p.m. monday through thursday we have some drop in hours on friday And we are always in need supplies for our career closet and also for our store. So if you want to make donations, that's awesome. And um, also we're going to be doing, I forgot to mention, we are doing a couple of what we call ICAP workshops. That stands for Introduction to Cybersecurity and Programming. We're going to be teaching uh, people from the ages of 16 on up Python scripting and security ciphers and that's going to be a four hour workshop. We're going to provide you lunch we're going to provide you career attire it's going to be a great day and it's free to you and and so please come out we're going to have our first one on February 1st from 12 to 5pm at East County in Contra Costa County, East County Family Justice Center, Contra Costa County that's going to be our first one and our second one will be at the um, Godly Girls Network location on GISH and we're targeting March 28th. That'll be in San Jose. We're going to have these academies going on throughout the throughout the Bay Area, and our hope is to get our inner city young people and uh, young adults to learn more about tech. So, um, if you want to be involved in that, reach out to me, Vanessa at LoveNeverFailsUs.com. Of course, we do want to just end with something that is so very important. If you haven't heard it before. Uh, or you need to hear it again, I know I always do, (laughs) I want you to know that you are loved.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails.